I'm Dr. Karen Osborne, and welcome to Women Wanting More. This podcast is for you if you are a woman who feels called to something bigger. You feel pulled to a dream inside of you and want the support and tools to make that happen. I will be your biggest cheerleader, the honesty of a best friend, and the voice inside your head to encourage you to stop holding back in your life. You are not here by accident, and these are my life stories and lessons to teach you exactly what you just may need to hear today. I have been wanting to talk into this whole topic for a while, and I haven't known, I didn't really know how to do it without it sounding like scorned woman since I'm now divorced. So I think I got it figured out now, all right, because it, this kind of, this whole topic came up for me again when I saw a very well-known entrepreneur that you might know, someone who's a big influence in my life at one time, talk about celebrating a big milestone in marriage, right? And like, good for them, fantastic. But here's the thing that I wanna speak into. Um, And by the way, this is something that I used to actually believe was like the truth for me or like the truth, which is this whole narrative that says, a relationship or a marriage, that the longer it's around, the more successful that it is. So you've been married for 10 years, yay, 20 years, amazing. 40 years, together 40 years, oh my God, that's like the best thing ever, right? And I can tell you that in, well, I'm not gonna share within my own marriage, but you know, What is the way I can kind of, I'm still like stretching to explain this to you. I just don't believe this notion to be true anymore. And it's not because that I'm now divorced. Um, I think I have known too many marriages, some that I'm well aware of, that were not what you would call successful as far as um, trust, you know, compassion, Um, understanding, um, you know, all the things that are really, really important, I think, you know, great communication, uh, openness. I've known people that have been in long-term marriages and relationships where they didn't have those things, but yet the, you know, they get, they've got the, the years together up on the board. Do you hear me on that? I mean, listen, I can think inside my, my own parents' marriage. Um, my dad has since passed away back in 2019. My mom has, um, she's uh, just turned 84. She's got very severe dementia. She can't really speak anymore. doesn't really know who anybody is. Um, and, you know, I know that they did their absolute best. And by the way, I think we all are. This is not to shit on somebody who's maybe in a marriage that's not very healthy for them or both of them or it's, you know, not something that's wonderful. They're doing the staying together for the kids thing. Um, but I can tell you that with my parents, it was, it was not a healthy marriage. It was not a good marriage. But by the time that my dad had passed, my parents would have been married... Oh, gosh, let me think. They got married in 1960. My dad passed. So they were married 58 years. Is that right? That's nuts. 58 years. Okay. 
Um, and again, you know, it's like they did their best and everything, but you know, I, I wouldn't look at that and go, yay, that, that was like a, you know, a fantastic relationship and successful and let's celebrate that. I still remember when they had their, I think it was with their 50th. Yeah, I think it was with their, their 50th that, cause I remember it was right before we got the call that um, Tyson, our oldest son, that his birth mom had chosen us. It was right before that. So that was like in 2010. And uh, and celebrating that, right? And just being like, hey, this is amazing. I think at that point I had been married for 10 years and in that relationship for almost 17, together almost 17 years. And I, I did really celebrate that as well too. However, and on top of that, my belief system at the time was like, you get married, you stay in it no matter what. And when my marriage started to fall, fall apart um, and I desperately did everything I could to try to keep it together, um, it felt like terror to not be in a marriage anymore, to not be in that marriage anymore, to not be married anymore, to be alone. And I know I'm not alone in having this, this kind of, you know, this wound, this trauma of being abandoned and, you know, having that kind of trigger come up. Um, something I experienced as like a young child, right? And even just the whole notion in society, oh my God, she's all alone. Oh my God, she's, she's this, she's that. That somehow our worth as women is not fully intact if there is not a partner or a man in our life in some way. Now, I also don't agree in the whole other conversation, the pendulum swings the other way of like, I don't need a man. No, I don't, I don't agree with that either. I think having a, you know, a loving partner who respects you, uh, I think it can be something that absolutely adds to your life. I think you can have a, a partner in crime, so to speak, right, of just doing wonderful things in the world, raising children, having a business, like just becoming better together, evolving together, growing together. I think it's a wonderful thing. And I look forward to that again in my life when that time is right. But I just want this whole conversation of like, yay, it's better if you're... No, is it? Is it really better? I mean, I, I look at now with my divorce being... It's about four months that the divorce has been final. And listen, a lot of pain in that. A lot of things that I will not share out of respect for my ex and, you know, my children being able to listen to this, I guess, at one point. And, you know, none of those things. It's not, it's, it's private stuff, right? But I can tell you that it certainly shaped me and opened up my eyes to just seeing marriage and relationship in a very different light. And I think that it's in this, you know, day and age, <laughs> August, 2023, with all the craziness of the last three and a half years, of how many systems that we see kind of coming down, of how people are questioning so many things, and rightfully so, right? Of these old ways of doing life are kind of crumbling away, making space for this new way to see things. I think it's okay for us to begin to question these things. And I mean, listen, there's still, you know, when it comes to divorce, there's still, you know, stigmas about it and they didn't try hard enough. And, 
you know, you should stay in it for the children and all this stuff. And, you know, just stuff that's just absolute horseshit. And nobody knows the details and what you've done in your life except for you, right? You know what's true for you. You know that staying together for the children, it's, it's not actually not a healthy thing. It's really not. You know, I, I watched my mother do it. I watched my mom do it. I watched my mom tolerate a lot of stuff and be betrayed in ways that came out later in life um, of things that my dad did. And she did, again, same thing. She did her absolute best, right? This was a very different time. These are things that happened to her in the 70s and then again in the late 80s, early 90s. Like there just wasn't a lot of resources and stuff, right, for her to process these things, let alone the stigma back then was very much like you stay in the marriage no matter what. And it wasn't healthy because guess what? I did the exact same thing, right? I, I, I... I stayed in no matter what, and it just, you know, it just about took me out. Like, literally. And the pain and the stress of divorce and all of that stuff, like, it was a, a, a grief and a, um, a sadness and a pain and a place of darkness that I didn't think would ever exist in my life. I remember when... You know, before all of this, if I heard about somebody that took their own life or was considering that and kind of going like, I don't really like follow, like, man, life is such a gift and I would never get to that place. Well, I got to that place. I got to that place. Now, I've kind of shared this a couple of times before. I don't think I would have actually, you know, left this earth permanently because, you know, my children literally saved my life and kept me here. But I mean, it, the, the whole unwinding, my identity as wife being gone and intact family and like who I'm not like, you know, these terms that we think are like, ha, 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 no big deal. Like my better half. And, you know, like somehow then if we're not in a partnership, like we're not fully whole. It took a lot of fucking work to heal through this a lot. And still, you know, it's ongoing, right? It's grief. It's a, it's a grief that if, you, if you've been through divorce, you can kind of understand that. It probably feels like, you know, I'm speaking your language right now. And if you haven't, you don't know. I didn't know when I was married. I would see people go through divorce and think like, oh, I would see all my friends like one after the next, after the next, get divorced and go like, man, why did they, everyone just bounces so quickly. And, and, then, and then the things happened to me that happened to me. And then I went, oh, this is, this is deep stuff. Like, no wonder the people that I saw going through divorce were really struggling with it. No wonder they had such a hard time. Because here I am now walking through this experience. So why am I sharing this with you right now? Well, it's not to have this big old conversation about divorce or marriage or relationships and how we define all this stuff. I just think that this is a time that we need to really... You know, we have this opening in our world to begin to see the world differently, right? We're no longer kind of in that matrix, are we? Waiting for things to go back to normal, whatever that is. Waiting to just, let me just watch, a net, let me just watch Netflix and chill. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, that's probably, that's probably not you. Unless somehow you stumbled upon this, you're like, what is this? What we want to more? 
we not about that here. <laughs> We're about growth and, and challenging ourselves and challenging beliefs and becoming better, right? We're wanting more. Women who are wanting more within their life. And so I believe strongly that we have to start questioning all of these things. And that's not a bad thing. You don't have to perceive it as like, oh my God, like, ugh. I thought I have everything in place and I just, no, that's not growth. If you were in a place where you not, you wouldn't want anything to change, you know, hashtag sorry, not sorry, but you weren't growing. That's called death. That is not growth. And if you are not growing in life, you are literally going backwards in life. So what other areas do you need to take a look at? Listen, this whole conversation with COVID and that too, as people really question health, like, wait a second, is that really health? It's just not having a symptom. Is that really health? Do these tests really do anything? Like, what about all these different medications that I'm on? Like, how come nobody told me about the side effects? I mean, listen, we could go on and on and on and people are really starting to waken up, whether it's health, whether it is relationships, maybe it's parenting. You know, a lot of people who parent who are just like, why am I running my kids all over the place? Why do I have them in this school that's teaching them all this crazy stuff right now, which goes against my values? What, maybe why am I even continuing to, you know, be in friendships with people who don't inspire me, uplift, uplift me, support me, encourage me? No matter how long I had that friendship, no matter who that person is in my life, maybe it's a sibling or it's a parent or it's an aunt or it's a, you know, that there's no longer any space for living life that does not align with who you are and your belief system, which by the way, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to see things, excuse me, to see things differently in life. If I was still holding on to the belief that I am nothing unless I'm married, that, um, you know, the, the, the pieces that uh, dissolve my marriage, let's just put it that way, that somehow that makes me, you know, a loser, uh, a, you know, um, just that somehow makes me like a, I'm looking to choose my words very carefully. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> because I also don't want to share some of these things, which are very personal and private, but just, yeah, that somehow I'm, you know, I'm judged. People are going to think this about me or that, and this is how it felt. And I wanted to crawl into a hole and I just wanted to make myself small because if I still believe that, then I probably would have checked off this earth. If I did not believe that I'm able to be whole as me, that a marriage and a title does not define me, that my children will be okay, that yes, this is a hard thing, but I'm, I'm going to make my way through it. And you damn well better believe I'm going to make the second half of my life the best part of my life. No more of this. Woe is me. I'm 54. Who would want this? My hair all fell out a year ago. Sidebar, it's all growing back now. It's so weird. It's white and gray because I colored my hair forever. 
It's not all back yet. It's going back all wonky, but that's okay. My body's doing its thing. It's amazing. I'm not playing that anymore. I'm just not. I'm choosing to see in a different way. I'm choosing to not take a look and go, I'm 54. It's like a ticking time clock. Like, who's going to want to be with me? I don't know. The right man? (laughs) You know? When I'm ready, I'm in no hurry. Time is not running out. That's a scarcity mindset. I don't adopt that anymore. And going through, you know, divorce as well, too. And when I homeschool my kids, and now they're kind of more back in a traditional school, but it's a very old school school. None of this crazy stuff they're programming the kids with these days and a lot of public schools in that. And I'm very fortunate to find that and really helpful with their ADHD and really supports them well. And But, you know, I had to really start to see things differently, too, of like, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do to financially provide? You know, how am I creating this new life now? And this is when I turned to my wellness company, Q Sciences, of like, man, I got to start to take a look at life differently. Because I can't be away from my kids. They need my support. I'm going to actually put them first and work my business around it. And even when I was in practice... Honestly, even with women wanting more, it was kind of the other way around. You might go, wait a second, but you were a business owner. A brick and mortar business owner is not really an entrepreneur. And then I was so freaking driven that, you know, I would just full transparency often, you know, I either ran myself into the ground or, you know, I was, I was away a lot of times and that was kind of part of the business and everything. And, but I'm just choosing to do this in a different way now. I don't believe that life has to be about working nine to five. I just don't. I think life can be done very differently when it comes to business and earning income. And I'm proving it with what I'm doing, right? I believe that I can take a life situation like the darkness that I walk through, that I walk through, came out the other side, still here standing to live to tell the tale. And I can actually make meaning out of this. I can actually take a look back and go, wow, divorce was slash is a kick in the pants. Like the financial stress of this is, you know, was drowning and I'm, and I'm, and I'm building and I'm recovering, you know, from all of that. And that's a big thing. And that's a big stressor that the majority of women feel through divorce. So how about I use this whole experience as a way to help other women to support them financially through the divorce process and on the other side to protect themselves and their children, to create a new life with this business, which helps to get your confidence back and your sense of self and your, you know, your worthiness and with a tribe of people that are so positive and supportive and are doing big things and making this world and the lives of people better. And how about I help you hit your wagon to mine and we go and create a better life on the, on the other side of divorce. That's how I choose to reframe and see this experience. So here's my more tip for you today. Well, actually I have two different things. Number one, what is one area of your life that you can really take a look at and start to really ask questions, open up your journal and begin to, you know, these are just questions for you. Maybe it is inside your marriage or relationship. I'm not saying to end things or to 
you know, quit a job or like, you don't have, doesn't have to be that, but it's okay to begin to ask questions about it. Does this work for me still? Is this what I truly want? Is there something else that I'm feeling pulled in my heart to do right now? Okay, and just really start to, this sounds so woo-woo-ish, but just really start to explore this and open up to this. Listen, I had that feeling inside of me forever before I even wrote my first blog post when I was in practice as a chiropractor, as I started blogging first on our chiropractic office website. This was back about 2012. But I probably for the previous, I don't know, three, four, five years, had this like feeling inside of me of I have to write, I need to share my experience. But I was terrified, I didn't know how it was gonna look. This is like before Facebook, any social media, you know, like, what does that mean? Am I writing a book? Am I? And I squashed it down for years. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You can begin to ask yourself questions now because you don't have to keep believing the same beliefs that you had or the narrative that society's pumped to you, or what your parents taught you, or what your religion you know, has taught you, or what your friend groups all believe. If you feel that you're evolving and changing and growing, and some of those things don't fit you anymore, you can create new beliefs. It's okay. It's like when people kind of, you know, they, they, you know, say I'm this fill in the blank political party and I'm always this and my family's always been this. Really? Well, what if that changes though? You still going to be that? Because I don't know, for you Americans listening, I'm taking a look at your two parties. I'm like, man, it seems to me like they've kind of flipped. (laughs) The one that was considered one way is now the other and vice versa, like. You still going to hitch your wagon to that? So you are allowed, give yourself permission to change your mind and begin to journal that and see what becomes true for you. So that's number one. Number two of the more tip today is that if my story of how I've, my partnering with this wellness company and creating something out of all the mess of my life into something better of creating more financial abundance because literally we're living in a world where having at least a second or third stream of income is no longer a nice thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a have to, right? With all the inflation, rising interest rate, people's mortgages doubling overnight, groceries costing a kajillion dollars. Like just know that you do not have to suffer in silence. I I saw a stat the other day that there's never, I think it's a trillion dollars that in the U S that Americans are in debt with credit cards alone which is staggering. There's never been this kind of debt load because they just keep putting stuff on cards because there's no one else to do, right? So I'm going to have you reach out to me uh, and you can just send me a text. It's really that simple. You're welcome to follow me also on IG. It's under Dr. Karen Osborne, Dr. Karen Osborne. I'll link that up in the show notes. You can send me a DM that way, but otherwise you can just send me a text. And just text me one word, just info. We'll make it super simple. And you and I can have a conversation and see if this is something I can support you with. Whether you divorce or divorcing or not, yes, I have women on my team that are not, not in that category, right? But that's just such a special place in my heart of wanting to help other divorced women, divorcing women, single moms, to really create this real financial abundance within your life real financial literacy 
and to create a better life on this other side. But if you're not in that category, you are welcome to reach out too. So you're going to text the word info to this. This is actually my actual cell number, 403-816-2281. 403-816-2281. You're going to text the word info. You and I will connect and we'll have a conversation and see if there's something that I can help you with. If you're driving, I will put this in the show notes as well too. Okay, if you can't write down this number right now. So thank you for listening today. I love and appreciate you. And I will talk to you on the next episode. today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.